Welcome to the Real Estate Secrets Podcast for healthcare professionals, hosted by Austin Hare and Nathan Palmer, who together have over two decades of real estate knowledge and investing. This show is about sharing lessons in commercial real estate that were learned from trial and error and working directly with CEOs of billion-dollar healthcare organizations. Our mission is to teach the insider strategies used by the big guys to everyday healthcare operators in order to get access to the best real estate at the best prices. All right, so today's topic is about negotiation. And this whole next series that we're going to be going through, all these these next several lessons are going to be taken straight from the book, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And Chris Voss is just an awesome negotiator. Uh, If you guys haven't heard about him, he has a very, very impressive background. I mean, essentially, he was one of the lead hostage negotiators for the FBI for decades. And now he's got a company called Black Swan. And um, it's a company that teaches how to negotiate. So, you know, he's very popular in the real estate world and a lot of people take his courses and obviously his book is very popular. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down and break it down chapter by chapter and just give you guys a full kind of in-depth synopsis of everything that he talks about, um, but still somewhat uh, shortened and condensed like a cliff version. So somewhere between the cliff notes and, and the full version is what we're gonna go through. You know, this book has been great. Uh, It's been very practical for me. I mean, you know, just recently we were using it to renegotiate my wife's salary, her contract. And so her employer was not budging at all on the price, uh, what they what they wanted to pay her. Um, They offered her a slight increase. And, you know, we we knew that there was more on the table, but we just could not get them to go up. We could not get them to budge. We could not get them to change. And so essentially we went through, we used the tactics from this book. We read different parts from it over and over again, which we used it in the email. We tried to get them on the phone, you know, and just different principles. And eventually we got them up to essentially everything that we asked. So it went from like a 10% increase. We got them all the way up to a 30% increase, which is exactly what my wife was going for. So this stuff is great. It really does work. Uh, we're going to start off with chapter one. And the whole premise of the book is pretty much about how you've got, like, it, it kind of starts out talking about um, the Harvard graduates, and they invited Chris Voss over to do some negotiation with him and see if the FBI could teach anything to the Harvard grads. And so it's very, it's kind of two very different schools of thoughts. And what happened was, while Chris talking to the some of the teachers and sitting in on the classes and dealing with the students, you know, his his strategies were just trumping those of the Harvard guys. And and they were going through, they had all this research, they had all this analytical data, and it seems like the FBI was kind of flying, you know, with by the seat of their pants, but in actuality, it's all a technique, right? Where you instead of um, going through logically, you use emotions to get to the most desirable outcome. One of the things that it talks about is just the fact that all humans are animals, you know? And all the logic in the world cannot counteract emotion and the emotions that we feel. So, you know, um, we are the only animals that haggle, obviously. I mean, you don't have monkeys trying to share half of a banana for a handful of nuts or whatever. But um, we do have animalistic brains and we do have very emotionally driven thoughts and, and processes. You know, one of the problems, like I think when we think about negotiation, a lot of times initially uh, you think about it in a very linear, logical step, um, like, you know, follow steps A, B, C, D, and E, and that's what they were teaching in Harvard. But what Chris did to beat the guys at their own game was essentially what it all boiled down to is he was asking a series of open-ended questions. 
you know, questions that start with how. It's not questions that end in yes or no, but it's questions that start with how. So uh, just as an example, if you were, you were to say to them, hey, you know, we've got your son. Um, we want one million dollars uh, or, or we're going to kill him, right? So fear grips your body. You know, you start thinking irrationally when you think about your son. Even if you know it's role-playing, you're still going to think irrationally. But a great question to ask is an open-ended question that puts the ball back in their court. And in this case, you could say, well, how do I know my son is still alive? And these are all anecdotal, but, you know, you get the point. The point is to get them to come up with a series of thoughts, a lot more than just a yes or no, right? For a long time, you know, the, throughout all the Ivy League schools, uh, the way that negotiation was taught was just about this logical mind frame. You used to, the thinking was that the emotional brain could be overcome through a more rational problem-solving mindset, right? Um, you got to step, so for, essentially four steps is what was broken down. It was separate the person or the emotion from the problem. Don't get wrapped up in what they're asking for. Instead, focus on why they're asking for it. So that's number two is the why. Third step was work cooperatively to generate win-win options. And the fourth step would be to establish mutually agreed upon standards for establishing those solutions. Um, it works great on paper, but you know, you'll quickly find out when dealing with people, I mean, even in a very professional, even in negotiating something like a real estate transaction, emotions get involved. They very frequently they go off the charts and they and they do not follow steps one through four. And so you got to be prepared for that. So the study of behavior economics is another thing that it talks about. And essentially, this is a study uh, that was launched that show that man is a more irrational beast. It's self-evident that people are neither fully rational nor completely selfish. So knowing those two truths will really help set the, set the foundation for, for negotiation. One of the things that, that, that you learn in behavioral economics is that we all suffer from cognitive bias. And this is going to come up a lot later in the book. But pretty much what uh, cognitive bias is, it's the unconscious and irrational brain, um, the unconscious and irrational brain processes that distort the way we see the world. And so there's actually 150 of them, okay? And it would take forever to go through them all. But just as an example, so one of the cognitive biases is loss aversion. And loss aversion shows how people are statistically more likely to act to avert a loss than to achieve an equal gain. And so that is one of those things where, you know, you will be able to use that in your favor if you know this. Like, just as humans, like, we're much more prone to protect what we have than to go out and take a risk to get something else. It's just, it's one of our uh, cognitive biases. If you know this, then you can use emotions to, to help shape the narrative and get the answers that you're looking for. One of the strategies that I talk about in the FBI, the acronym BATNA, B-A-T-N-A, is the best alternative to a negotiated agreement. Now, that's a perfectly logical way of going about negotiations, but like we talked about earlier, most situations do not go logically. So you got to, once you really understand negotiating is an emotional game, then you can start to stack the deck in your favor. So one of the first things to do is be polite and ask open-ended questions. Now, this is that that was important to me when I went through and read it, um, read the book because I used to always think that okay, you know, like if you're going in to buy a house, the first things you want to do is point out everything that's wrong with this house, so that way you can start to beat them up on the price, right? Or the if you want to buy a business, you know, pointing out all the red flags in the business and everything that you don't like about it, that way they'll come down on the price. But it's really uh, that, all that does is upset your counterpart, you know, and that is absolutely not the right way to start out a negotiation. So be polite, be complimentary, and then ask open-ended questions. 
So psychotherapy shows that when individuals feel listened to, then they listen to themselves more and they're able to more accurately and effectively, you know, clarify their own thoughts and feelings. So in this, during this process too, of listening to them, asking a bunch of questions, then they're going to become less defensive and less emotional. So he talks about a strategy called tactical empathy. And essentially tactical empathy is, you know, anything like listening is not passive, right? Listening is very, very, very active. And so it's the most active thing you can do. Listening throughout, when you ask those open-ended questions, then you, it's very, very important. You're not, you don't let your mind trail off into what's the next question going to be, but how are you going to use that information that they're giving you to help you with the negotiation? And, um, that, and that's one of the differences in Ivy League versus the real world teaching is Ivy League, you know, they teach math and economics, but the FBI, uh, they taught empathy, which is kind of an abstract concept. And, but that's what happens in real life life is negotiation and so i mean you know i want to pay twenty thousand dollars for this car i want a 30 percent raise or i want you to go to bed on time with your kids so that's why that's what i love about it is this is practical for everything you know um it's nothing more than communication with results right so if you have an aversion to negotiation then you i mean you have to get over it <laughs> because negotiation is everything in life and in this life in this world you get whatever you want but you got to ask so um, throughout the next few podcasts, we're going to teach you how to accept negotiation and learn to get what you want in a psychologically aware way. So another thing is learning to use your emotions and insights to connect with the other people and achieve more. And everything in the book you know, is designed in the real world and through, through real world situations. So if you think about a successful hostage negotiator, they have to get everything that they want. There is no, okay, listen, you got four hostages, you give me two, you kill two, <laughs> right? And so that's why these negotiation tactics are so, so, so powerful because you have to win. Like the book, Never Split the Difference, you know, it's getting everything that you asked for originally from, from day one. But here's the key, still make the other person feel like they're your friend because you do not want to be burning bridges. You do not want to be making any means out of this. And that is what is so important. So each chapter is going to build on itself. Um, we'll go into mirroring, which is you know, repeating back what the other person has said, silences, um, talking about late night DJ voice, and um, how to speak other people's concerns. So um, one of the things we're going to talk about too is how to get to know quickly, because no, the sooner you can get to know, the sooner you can actually start the real negotiations. Um, we're going to learn the art of bending reality to get your desired outcome. Uh, learn phrases about how to never get an email ignored, um, not accepting, how make it seem that not accepting your offer feels like a loss, and how to use questions to gently say no. Then, you know, at a certain point, everything in negotiation, you know, will get down to haggling. We'll go through all that in more detail. We're going to learn the Ackerman process. That is the most impressive process the SBI, FBI has for negotiating. And then also we're going to learn to point at the black swans, which are the unexpected events. So... Uh, you know, to be successful in negotiation, it is critical to compare, to prepare, and all of the tools that you're going to need, we're going to go over in these next seven to eight lessons. And so I hope you guys stick around and um, learn the art of becoming master negotiators. If you need help finding the perfect location for your practice, or you're ready to invest in commercial real estate, email us podcast at leadersre.com. That's podcast at leadersre, R-E as in realestate.com. Or go to leadersre.com and fill out our form. See you next time.